Cellar Dive episode number 21 of... Brutal Battle. And we picked two beers. Rebecca picked one. I picked another one. Mine will be first. And this one's definitely a lot older than the other one. The other one is Cellarable, I guess, is how you might put it. Um, Mine has been cellared quite a while. What, seven years at this point has been cellared. So, who knows? You know yeah. how these go. Sometimes it's a bad thing. Sometimes it's okay. Kind of rolling the dice. It's usually not great, though. Like, I, I can't yeah. think of a time recently where I, I tried a cellared beer that's been there for years and been like, wow, that's better than when it was fresh. Yeah. So I think we're learning that, like, it's okay to cellar some beers. But, but not that long. Right. But they're not going to end up coming out being better. So, yeah. But real quick... Uh, before we do get into things, I wanted to read an email that we got from pretty long-time listener Steve Pfeiffer, uh, who was responding to something we said on one of our other okay. podcast episodes. Uh, he said, hey guys, I like the new format. Here are a few coffee IPAs to check out if you can find them. I will exclude two interesting ones from Northern Monk due to accessibility. Star Hill Brewery's Hop Buzz. We'll have to check that out. Stone Brewing's Stone Mocha IPA, Stone Brewing's Stone Enjoy By Chocolate and Coffee IPA, which sounds great, Uh, and Stone apparently has a number of coffee IPAs, he says in the email, and then he threw another one in there that he highly recommends that is not a coffee IPA, and that is Off Color Brewing's Hyper Predator, which is a farmhouse ale. I think we've seen that. We've had Apex Predator. Okay. We have not had their Hyper, Hyper. Predator, okay. which I think might be an Imperial version if I'm correct on that. Okay. We've had the Apex Predator before, and I remember liking it. Honestly, I remember liking everything we've had yeah, from Off Color. Color. Yeah, So I'm definitely down to try it. Let's check them out. So yeah, so thank you, Steve, very much for the email. Really do appreciate that, especially since you're giving us tips on some coffee IPAs, which we talked about recently. At least I did, said I really want yeah. a good coffee IPA, because... They are hard to find for the most part. So uh, thank you. And if you want us to read an email on the podcast, we can do that. Email us at at brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. But let's get into the first beer. And this is a 750 milliliter bottle. Well, no, 22 ounce, which is a little bit smaller. Different shape, little less ounces. I think the 750 is like 25 point something ounces. Yeah. And 22 is obviously 22 ounces. Ooh, it's cork and cage. Yeah, it's cork and cage. I should have said that. So you hear a pop. Eh, not too much. And the cork wasn't too hard to get out. I was kind of worried because sometimes when it, it's been sitting for a long time, that cork can be really hard to get out. You're going to say what the beer is? I will. I'm going to pour it first this time. Oh, okay. You're going out of order. Yeah, definitely going out of order. How about I do it even more out of order? I'll tell you the ABV first. It's 11.9%, so big one, which you would assume if it's been cellared for seven years. It's by Sierra Nevada Brewing out of Chico, California, and this is their barrel-aged Bigfoot, which everyone knows is a barley wine. Now, this barley wine is aged in whiskey barrels, and obviously I will read the flavor text on the back after we evaluate the beer. And they do have a location in uh, outside Asheville, too. Yeah, it's like River Mills or something. Yeah, Actually, let me right. see if this one is specifically Mills River. Yeah. I always get that mixed up. I always say River Mills instead of Mills I was going to say, I think it's Mills River. Yeah, it is Mills River. I'm not even sticking my nose in it's it, but so it smells sweet. 
I couldn't, I didn't even, as soon as she passed me the glass, I just smelled wood. Yeah, it's very woody. And that's something that happens with these barrel-aged beers, especially as they get much older sitting in the bottle, is the wood really starts to come through. Um, the color, it's... It's like amber. Like a murky, yeah, murky amber. Not a whole lot of head to it, to be honest. Low on carbonation, which is fine. Totally fine with me. But yeah, lots of wood. It's very sweet. It is sweet. It's very woody. It's like kind of syrupy. Syrupy. Do you get like an orange? I get like I, a dehydrated orange scent. I could see that. I was going to say some caramel. Like brown yeah, sugar. No, definitely. Yeah, I'd say probably more brown sugar than caramel, but yeah. I get a little bit of an astringency from the alcohol. It's not bad, though. A lot of the other aromas are kind of downplaying that. It kind of reminds me a little bit of how a four- to five-year-old uh, Dogfish Head 120-minute smells. Like I, I don't know that smell. Well, because that basically becomes like a very nice barley wine okay. over time. And so it just kind of kind of smells like that. All right, going in. Going in. Definitely get the wood. Lots of wood. There, I'm getting a bit of the whiskey character. I wouldn't know to call it out as whiskey, but the, it's like a spirit barrel flavor is what I would say. Something else in there. It's very woody, though. I'm getting, like, some floral characteristics. Yeah, I agree with that. Lots of wood, though. It's very drying. It's very drying. Like, almost like you're chewing on some wood. There is there's an, a decent bitterness yes. on the end, too. Like, a real bitter kick. That's what I'm getting on the end, yeah. It's kind of surprising. I wasn't anticipating that. It just feels so weird. Are you... Okay, this is probably the floral coming through. But in a weird way, it's almost got this kind of, like, mint... Uh, character to it. It's just this quick flash of like a mintiness almost, okay. which is weird. I'm giving like a skunky characteristic. Okay. I see what you're saying. It's relatively sweet. Um, You can definitely get that astringency on there as well, but it's not crazy. But I think between the strong bitterness, how drying it is, and that bit of astringency to it, and how strong the wood is. I'm not loving it. I'm not yeah. hating it, but I'm not loving it. So probably what I assumed. And honestly, the longer it just kind of like sits in your mouth, that bitterness just doesn't go away. No, it's really... It's it very just like cloying. coats your mouth. I mean, it's not like the most bitter beer ever, but like it's very prominent. The Like the intensity isn't... Like, the intensity isn't there, but the, like, longevity in your palate is there. Yeah, definitely. Well, and when I took a much bigger sip of it right there, I got that kind of, like, minty, menthol-y something going on in it, which is kind of weird. So, I don't really know what that's about, but I'm definitely getting it. All right, so let me read the flavor text. So, this is their 2015 vintage, and note that in the flavor text, this will be how it would taste fresh, fresh seven years ago. Our Bigfoot Barley Wine style ale is a craft beer legend. I mean, that's true. Each winter, this beast of a beer appears to ambush unsuspecting palates with its intense bittersweet flavors. We matured this special barrel-aged version in Oak, Kentucky 
bourbon casks for nearly a year before unleashing it into the wild. The result is an incredibly complex version of the classic beer. Bigfoot's notorious assault of resinous hops, you were get, which you're picking up in the nose, has mellowed, and the wood's influence shifts your focus toward the malt-rich burnt sugar flavors and notes of vanilla, toasted coconut, and raisins. Mm. Yeah, I see the raisin in there. Grab this elusive beast while you can. It won't be around for long. So, yes. And I believe, yes, it, we, long time ago, many years ago, when Mike Johnzak was a guest on the show, he brought an 18-year-old Bigfoot that we had on the podcast. So if you want to listen to that episode, because that was interesting, that was a, m- more than five years ago, I think. So just search like Sierra Nevada Bigfoot on our website, BrutalBattle.com, or you can also search that by going to archive.org and putting in Brutal Battle uh, Sierra Nevada Bigfoot, and it should end up coming up. But anyway, let's now get to Rebecca's beer. Okay. So I picked um, by Sapwood Cellars the beer Cupped, which is their imperial style with peanut butter, cacao nibs, and vanilla beans. Which we've had before. We have had it before, and it is 12.5%. Yeah. So we do, you know, a decent amount of sapwood on here. We do. So apologies for that. But at the same time, excuse me, but at the same time, I don't think it's getting the hype that it deserves as a brewery. So if we're going to have them on and create a little bit of hype, maybe, it's deserved. Yeah. So if you're local, definitely check out sapwood. If you haven't already. Not only if you're local, but if you're planning a trip to Maryland and you'll be in that kind of area, do it. 100% worth it. In our opinion, and we have not tried every brewery in Maryland, but what 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 we've we've done, it's our favorite. Yes. So, okay. What does it look like? Imperial Stout. Yeah. Lots of head just chilling out on the top. And it's that nice, like, rich brown color. Looks creamy, actually. Yeah. Swirling it up. Ooh, it's like peanut butter cup. Yeah, you definitely get the peanut butter. You get the sweetness. Ooh. You get the vanilla. Yeah. It's it's interesting because the first note that I it, it makes me think of is an actual peanut butter cup because mm-hmm. the peanut butter strong mixed with the chocolate. But then right after I think that is when the vanilla kicks mm-hmm. in. And I'm just like, this would be... Actually, an awesome thing for uh, the company that makes Reese's Peanut Butter Cups to do. Put out a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup with vanilla. Because hmm. this smells awesome, and it just makes me think a vanilla Reese's Peanut Butter Cup would be mm. pretty awesome. But yeah, I mean, that's what it smells like. Chocolate, peanut butter, vanilla. That's about it. It smells smooth. Him. It smells kind of creamy on the nose. All right, you go ahead and talk about what you're tasting, because you already tasted it. So I remember, and this is true this time, in the nose there's more peanut butter than what's in the taste. Yeah, definitely. Which is a little disappointing, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. You definitely get the peanut butter. It is creamy. It's you so creamy. get the vanilla. Um, it's just well-rounded. It's so creamy, it's almost like a milkshake a little yeah. bit. It's, it's very chocolatey, too. Super heavy on the chocolate. It's got... Like you said, a lot less peanut butter than in the nose, but it's still there. It's got a decent amount of vanilla, I would say, and a lot of chocolate. I'm perceiving the salt from the peanut butter. 
I don't know if there's... I think they'd use peanut butter powder with this, but it tastes a little salty to me. I could... Yeah, I could see where you're picking up a bit of a salinity in there. And I think maybe that's because there's a slight, slight, slight soy sauce oh, note maybe that's coming through from the it. base stout. Yeah, so I think that's kind of making you think salinity okay. and saltiness. So, yeah. Uh, but I see, I see 100% what you're saying. So, good job picking that up. But it's very good. It's very good. Um... They do such a good job with their stouts, too. Mm-hmm. I know they're kind of maybe more well-known for their hoppy stuff, but yeah. stouts are are very good. The only thing by Sapwood I haven't been super jazzed about is their kettle sours. Those are the only types of beers oh, they've like done the plush, that I'm not huge plush on. pop? Yeah, the plush pop. is, And then they did like a sour IPA that just tastes oh, like yeah. sauerkraut. I, I wasn't a big fan of that, but... Other than their kettle sours, everything else they do, I think, is not just good, like, really good. And we've had a, a lot of We've had beers. a good amount of them. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've tried a good amount of their stuff. Um, not quite a hundred of their beers yet, but we'll we'll get there probably by the end of this year, would be my guess. So, yeah. Trying plenty. So, I think it's obvious that the oh, Cups yes. is the winner of this episode. I expect... Excuse me. I expected it going in, to be honest, especially because of our track record with super old beers from yeah. our cellar. So I was like, I don't have high hopes for this Bigfoot, but... Not terrible. No, not terrible. And I, I just think it's good to just have these on the podcast just to see what happens. Yeah. And maybe that way we can serve as like a, uh, a public service announcement to people to not age things this long, basically. Like, unless you like what you hear and you would like to be tasting that, then go ahead, age it for seven years. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yep, cupped for the win. Barrel-aged Bigfoot whiskey barrels. Um, not, not bad for what it is and how old it is, but not loving it. But, anyway, um, we still have some more pretty old beers in the cellar. But there will be a point where we're doing cellar dives where it'll be kind of more of like a beers that have been cellared a little bit and beers that are potentially able to be cellared as opposed to really old beers, which I'm more excited for that phase because it means the beers will probably taste better. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we'll get there at some point. Uh, probably not this year because we don't put these out super often, but yeah, we still got a bit of a supply. We're working through a backlog. Anyway, thank you everyone. Uh, let's just go over some stuff. Like I said before, you can email us brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. Get back episodes, brutalbattle.com or archive.org, which is where we have our file hosting. Just search Brutal Battle and everything should come up. Um, Rate us and review us on whatever podcatcher you're using. iTunes helps the most, so that would be great if you could do that. Also, word of mouth is very important for us. And untapped. Uh, I'm Carlton Malibu, all one word as it sounds is how it's spelled. Or Carlin C or Carlin Cook, you can find me. and We can be virtual friends. But actually, I'd say if you really want to be virtual friends, just email us instead because that's a better way to be virtual friends. Yeah. In my estimation. Uh, on Untap, you? Untap, Rebecca C. And then you can check us out on Instagram, um, Brutal Battle Podcast. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this podcast. If this was your first time, hopefully you liked it. Go check out our back episodes because we have a lot. We've been doing this for like 10 years now, so there's plenty out there so you can... Binge it for years. But thanks everyone for checking this out, and until next time, keep it brutal. I feel so-